there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where we make getting sleep help easy. And I am not just saying that word because it's exactly what this podcast episode is about today. This episode is for newborn ears only, okay? So if you have a baby between zero and 15 weeks old, this podcast is for you. We are going to deep dive into the easy schedule, which was coined by Tracy Hogg, the baby whisperer. The easy schedule, get ready to just memorize this real quick, stands for, it's an acronym, it stands for eating, activity, sleep, you time, simply put. But we're going to dig a lot deeper into this. Before I even get to the meat of that though, this podcast pairs very well with a glass of Chardonnay. Just kidding. It pairs perfectly well with our newborn guide. Guys, we have a free newborn routines guide. And I want you to download this because if you can just hang this anywhere and everywhere inside your home, it will give you the guidance on how to have a daytime routine with your newborn. Yes, you newborns can have a daytime routine. Isn't that music to your ears? It's not all chaos. So grab in the show notes below. You'll see it says, get the free newborn routines guide. Or if you can type it into your search bar, it is littlezsleep.com slash newborn guide. Simple. All right. You've got the free guide. So glad you have that. Now let's talk about what is an easy schedule. You've likely heard my story if you've listened to the podcast for a hot minute on any newborn topic that when I had Ellie, I had no clue, no clue what I was doing. In fact, the other day, she knows, she's seven now, she knows that she was my baby who just cried all the time. And Ellie is still rather emotional. She doesn't cry all the time. Well, she actually does probably cry like every day, but she, she's got a lot of feelings. And the other day she said, mom, I just don't like how how I'm the the baby who cried all the time. And I said, Ellie, it's not your fault. I didn't know what I was doing. I had no concept about routines or that you needed to go to sleep. I had not a clue. So this podcast, if I could like rewind time, I would give it to myself almost eight years ago. And here's the thing. I want you to know that this is not the way and the truth, okay? The easy schedule can work for you. But please, if you know anything about me, please don't hold yourself to this must work or I'm a failure, okay? Because the easy schedule can help bring freedom to your life, but it's not gonna happen 110%. In fact, my mom so wonderfully came and in the early weeks of Ellie, she she came and helped me. And then I desperately called her back a couple of weeks later and she had to fly down when we lived in Louisiana to help me again. And I was struggling so much with Ellie. Again, I had not a clue in the world what to do with a baby and that they needed to sleep. And so I remember her saying, you know, Rebecca, you're, you're, you're talking about this like eat, play, sleep, but what's wrong with eat, sleep, play? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to address that today. We're going to talk about why an eat sleep eat, sorry, why an eat sleep play and why an eat awake sleep all these things. Why what these two differences are and, and how one I truly believe will help set you on a better footing. All right guys, so let's get into this. This is for newborns all about what is an easy schedule. So again, the easy schedule termed by Tracy Hogg, the baby whisperer, stands for the acronym Eat, activity, sleep, you time. Oh, that you time. The elusive you time. We'll get into that, but let's kind of go through the breakdown and obviously explain the timing of this. 
If you have already grabbed my newborn guide, okay, that newborn routines guide, remember, grab that. It's totally free and it's meant for you. You will find that the breakdown for a newborn, they can be awake during the day between 45 to 60 minutes before they need to be asleep again. That nugget of information is incredibly helpful. If you can do nothing else besides watch the clock and make sure that they are sleeping again by that 45 to 60 minute mark, you are golden. But Becca, how can we even get, like, what do we do during that time? Well, that 45 to 60 minutes goes by super fast because it includes the eating and the activity. Probably the biggest question we get is, does the awake time include feeding? Because it's obviously so tiny. And the answer is yes. So your newborn, let's start from the beginning of the day. When they wake up, they get up from the night. Again, they had lots of night wakings. But when they start the day in the morning, which could be between um, a very wide range, it could be between 6 to 9 a.m., depending on what schedule and routines you're working with. But when we get up for the day, you're likely going to start with a feed. And that's the first E in our acronym. E for eat. I want you, as you go throughout the daytime, focus on any eating in our acronym here, wide awake and alert as possible. Poke your little one, tickle your little one, whatever you can possibly do to make sure that they are wide awake and alert while eating, because then we're going to move into our activity time. Now, this is not like playing matching games and, you know, patty cake and learning. This is simply the newborn's eyeballs being open. So activity time, this could mean that we're on the tummy time mat and they're kicking and wiggling around and you're supervising them and watching them. It could be that you're walking them around the house, showing them different things. Maybe you're going for a walk in the stroller, but I want you to avoid any time during this activity time that is getting your little one to sleep before it's actually time for that, okay? We're not gonna place them in the swings or the docketots or the rock and plays or anything that, for one, we don't actually need, but we don't need to invite sleep just yet because the activity time, whether it's five minutes or you only have about 20 minutes of activity time, depending on how long it took to eat, this is the time that your baby needs to know that we are awake. It is daytime. I would encourage you to be in a well-lit area in your home for this activity space. Then, oh, ding, 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 there goes our timer. It's been 45 to 60 minutes of awake time. Now it's time to go to sleep. And for newborns, you guys, there are no rules here, okay? Besides, well, I probably spoke too soon. Here at Little Z's, we are not um, educators on bed sharing or co-sleeping, but we do suggest and we do want you to aim to have naps in the bassinet or in their crib, or obviously because there are a lot of opportunities for your newborn to sleep. It can even be on the go, in a baby carrier, in the car seat, whatever, um, wherever you find yourself. But the sleep time, this can last anywhere between 20 minutes because newborns are very famous for their short little cat naps. It could last all the way up to maybe two to two and a half hours. But this sleep time in our easy acronym is supposed to leave room for the why in our acronym, which is you time and time for you to do things. And while we all can just roll our eyeballs about sleep when the baby sleeps because there's lots to do, during that you time, my message to you, mama, is to make sure you are not overdoing it and you're not guilting yourself into what you should or should not be doing. Because if your you time means that you just want to sit on the couch and scroll on your phone, 
do it because you hadn't been able to do it all day. Or maybe the you time is making yourself a sandwich and sitting down and eating something. Or maybe the you time is going to the bathroom with your hands free. Whatever the you time is, as little as 20 minutes or as much as two and a half hours, don't place any guilt on yourself that you should or should not be doing something. This is for you. You have grown, you have been taking care of a tiny little human, and we want to make sure that you have the space and the, uh, the ability to take a breath for yourself. Even if you are working with your newborn on taking crib naps or bassinet naps, and it's not going very well, if you could possibly find anyone else to rock or hold or help with a nap, even just a few times a week so that you can have that you time, it's going to be incredibly helpful. So in a quick summary, the easy schedule is eat, activity, sleep, you time. And this is a daily routine guide that you can use with your newborn and just repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat all day long. Now, you remember I said that my mom suggested, well, what's wrong with an eat, sleep, awake schedule? And I was like, I don't know. Well, now I do know. Not that it's inherently wrong. If you're doing this, this is not something that is like shame on you. I'm just going to educate you into the future. So here at Little Z's, every opportunity we have to be um, have a feed needs to be awake and alert. And oftentimes, if you're revolving your life around an eat, sleep, awake, then that eat right before the sleep can kind of open up the gateway to start to fall asleep before we actually get to the sleep time. Feeding a newborn, if you know because you have one, it can very easily turn into sleep time. And as I shared in the easy schedule, keeping your newborn awake and alert by poking them, tickling to them, talking to them, sitting in a well-lit area, stimulating all the things is helpful because we want your newborn to know that food is for nourishment, not for sleep. And this very small, simple task of keeping them awake on the feeds actually sets them up for a better sleep future. Why? Because if your baby associates sleep with the need to just suck on a bottle or suck on the breast for a few motions and then they fall asleep, it's going to invite shorter naps because they will awake from a sleep cycle looking for the bottle or the breast to help put them back to sleep because they're not done, or it will invite more night wakings because they believe that they must have a few sips of a bottle or a few sips from the breast in order to fall back to sleep. So it can be a very vicious cycle. And I'm here to educate you on the fact that an eat, sleep, awake schedule is not as flawless as an eat, activity, sleep schedule. Okay. So the whole eat, play, sleep mindset, I am all for it. The eat, sleep, awake concept doesn't actually work in the future. It may be a Band-Aid solution for newborns, but trust me, if you can do a little bit of the setup now, you're going to help your future self get more rest and your baby more quality rest as well. So gosh, again, I wish I had this podcast eight years ago, but hey, I'm here to learn and I'm here to tell you the same thing as well. Having an eat, play, sleep or this easy schedule really can set your newborn off on better footing. If this is something that you are just excited to implement, please try it now. This is one of those cool things. With newborns, 
if you're listening during a nap time and your newborn has maybe been down for 20 minutes and they're about to wake up again and it's the middle of the day, the cool thing about newborns is you can literally start this stuff now. You don't have to wait for tomorrow. As soon as your newborn wakes up, start the eat, play, sleep concept. Hey, even dabble in that you time when they actually are sleeping. And this is going to be work, but it is small steps. So I want to just kind of end with a little story and a little encouragement for you. I have in the past worked with over 500 families in a one-on-one capacity. In fact, this is totally off topic, but in one of the reviews on this podcast, that's like a recent review as well. Somebody wrote on here like, and this doesn't bother me. It just kind of like, it made me laugh. And I was like, have you not listened to my recent episodes? Well, Little Z's founded because I worked with one-on-one clients. And at the time, a one-on-one package, and even if you do still work with a sleep consultant in a one-on-one capacity, at minimum, you're working for $300. And at most, it could be up to $2,000 for a one-on-one package. Well, that used to be when I did one-on-one. I no longer do that. We have courses now that are affordable for you to get sleep help. Well, anyway, someone recently said, oh, must be nice. You could actually afford to work with a sleep consultant. And I was like, you haven't even listened to this podcast. Um, But the point of me sharing that is because when I worked with one-on-one families, I was in it with you, okay? Like our, our packages were more expensive, but oh my goodness, they were intensive and you had a lot of handholding. And here's the thing. I remember vividly some of my clients, and I vividly remember talking to a sweet mom named Kaylee. And Kaylee was so, so overly wrapped up in the fact that her baby was not doing eat, play, sleep. And and one day I called her and I said, Kaylee, it's not going to happen all the time. It's just not. In fact, your morning may start off beautiful eat, play, sleep execution like you've never seen before. It's absolutely perfect. And then boom, your newborn takes a short nap and they're actually not really ready to eat just yet. It's okay. Do what you need to do. Offer the awake time. Maybe, maybe there is a feed before the nap. But you know what? It's okay because the next cycle, we'll try it again. And so what I hope above all is that an eat, play, sleep slash this easy schedule concept It is something that you can strive to do, but it is not something that you are going to implement with 110% success throughout the entire day. It will ebb and flow. It will come and go and invite it in when it can and then release it when it won't happen. And you are doing a great job and you are the right parent for your baby. So do not let the easy schedule, the eat, play, sleep concept, or this podcast be the measure of your success or failure as a parent because it simply doesn't work that way. I hope that this podcast was an intense encouragement for you. Don't forget to grab our free newborn daytime routine guide. And if this podcast has meant anything to you, would you share this with a another mom friend or share it on social media and tag me, leave a review for us in the podcast app, All of that would mean the world as we just continue to push this podcast out further and further than it ever has been before. Cheers, sweet dreams. See you next time.